At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it's a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us once again here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a winning edition, and what a win it was. Hornets defeat the number one team in the NBA, the Golden State Warriors, by a final of 106-102 to in front of a sellout crowd. We're going to break this one down. We're going to talk about a Hornets legend who's got a big documentary coming out soon on NBA TV. The one, the only Muggsy Bogues. It's titled Muggsy Always Believe. We'll talk about some of the connections Muggsy and his legend have with the current Hornets roster. And we're going to talk about some of the biggest items going on involving Hornets.com and Hornets social media with the one, the only, the manager of social media for the Charlotte Hornets, Diana Biffle back once again with us here on the HHC. And Diana, I mean, if this is the kind of wins we can expect when we book you, you might have to be on the Hornets Hivecast from now through the end of the season at least, because this was a big one. 106 to 102 over the Warriors. As I mentioned, the sellout crowd, it was a special atmosphere. Great Sunday evening at the Hive. Tell me your takeaways from what is going to be a game that's certainly going to be seared into the memory of Charlotte fans for a long, long time. I don't even know how to begin. First of all, just the energy in the arena. We've had two really packed games in a row. Tonight was sellout. I think the Knicks was sold out or very close to it, and I just can't get over the energy in Spectrum Center, especially just everything that the whole world has gone through in the last couple of years. It is such a good feeling having so many fans here and to have such an amazing team on the floor and so much fun right in front of us. It's really amazing. So tonight, gosh, biggest takeaways. I think this team is a sleeper. People, you know, yes, they know we're exciting. We've got talent, but I think this, I mean, proves we can compete with just anybody and 
the Warriors were a huge challenge. And I think the mentality our team and our coaching staff has is that they are going to take on any challenge without hanging their heads, without giving up. And sure enough, they showed that tonight. A couple of your points are very well taken. One, this is more than just the the pent-up demand that came with the pandemic, which was a lot. I think fans wanted to find an outlet, find something to just enjoy life again after the vaccines have rolled out, and there was certainly that demand that was there. There's also the fascination with a, a favorite son of Charlotte, one of the greatest players in the history of the game, Steph Curry. Anytime he comes to town, that is a big ticket draw. And the fascination with LaMelo Ball. He is someone who's captivated the attention of the entire NBA world. We see LaMelo Ball jerseys across the country in every arena. People just want to see and touch and behold this young superstar who's just beginning his NBA career. But there's something more going on right now, and that's the fact that this is a contending team. I know they're 8-7, and seven, but they've played more road games than anyone else in the NBA. I'm going to keep harping on that until it's not true, because when you look up and down the association coming into last night, I think home teams were a plus 20 in the win column versus teams on the road, which you would kind of expect, but if you've played more road games and you have home to this point, you'd kind of expect that team to be below 500. So the fact that the Hornets are already one game above 500, I think speaks to how good this team might be. And it's all going to even out in the end, but once it evens out, I think Charlotte's going to be significantly above 500. And oh, by the way, a lot of the teams they played on the road, they're pretty good. You don't you don't go to the Western Conference and roll through Los Angeles and Golden State and Memphis and expect to come back 4-1. and one. You just don't. Not a lot of teams are going to be able to do that. So I think this Hornets team is a lot better than their record would indicate to this point. And of those eight wins, a win on the road at Brooklyn, a win over Golden State, those are two big feathers in their cap. 106 to 102 was the final score. Charlotte really did a great job defensively throughout this one. They held Golden State to 23% shooting from beyond the arc. Part of that has to be Golden State just didn't shoot it very well. Steph Curry, blindfolded, is still better than average three-point shooter in the NBA. For him to go three for 13, that's just an off night. It doesn't happen very often. So Hornets were able to take advantage, but even with that, the Hornets played a really good defensive game, in particular down the stretch, holding Golden State the number one offense in the NBA to just 14 points. I think that was the overall turning point of this game, how the Hornets turned things up a notch defensively down the stretch. Absolutely. I mean, before the game, JB mentioned that that's really going to be the game changer and our, our team has, throughout the season so far, really worked on defense every game. And, uh, you know, you mentioned this road trip and how it was a huge challenge for us. And no team is going to come back from that undefeated. And what I think was remarkable is that with every single game, we improved. And there's really nothing more you could ask for, in, that, in my opinion, for a team, you know, with a lot of new pieces this year, still working through what what our offense looks like and what our defense looks like to, to build off of each other every single game has been really impressive and I think it came to a really great result tonight with everybody working together I mean gosh across the board we have six players in double figure points like everybody was contributing in one way or another that's just offensively but we had like you said the defensive effort was really really strong I think particularly from Cody and Terry most definitely Cody Martin's always going to have the toughest defensive assignment on the other side whenever he's on the floor again Steph Curry didn't go three for 13 just because the Hornets played good defense I think he had an off shooting night and still managed to score 24 points he's he's just a remarkable player but the defense had a lot to do with 
method too. So the Hornets are really, really good defensive game. So much to talk about in this one. The play of the game, I thought was the jump ball at center court. We'll talk about that one later. There was a, a lot of adversity faced by the Hornets. The double technicals given to Kelly Oubre Jr. A lot of people talking about that on social media. I don't think it was worthy of him being tossed, but it happened. Hornets were able to overcome it. LaMelo Ball was in pretty severe foul trouble. So was Miles Bridges at different times of this game, and they were able to overcome all that and still come away with a 106-102 to victory. I will let Diana go first. Rob rules are in effect. We cannot copy one another on our player of the game. Diana, your star of the night. My star is Terry Rozier. Rozier, four on the shot clock. Hit him with a crossover into the lane. Pulls up the jumper. Is good! Plus the foul! Euphoria at Spectrum Center. Terry Rozier, after being shut out in the first half, has 17 and counting. Terry was amazing. I think it's been really, so we all know what Terry can do, especially last year. He was a huge part of a lot of games that we stole. You know, he would come up in the fourth quarter extremely clutch, makes some incredible plays for us. And I think this season he's had, you know, he had some injuries to start out and then I think the comeback since the injury has been a little slower, and we all have faith in Terry. We know he's going to get back to himself, and we've just been waiting for this moment. I think for me, this was it. Like, all right, we've got our fourth quarter Terry back, our second half Terry back. He scored 20 points just in the second half, but like you said, the jump ball was amazing. His first jump ball ever, it seems, and this is how he's going to do it. I think mentally is just as strong and impressive as he is as an athlete and I think that's really cool I think JB mentioned you know he wills himself to do these kinds of things and and I think that's a really awesome thing to have on our team and Terry Rozier as good as he's played the last couple of nights he's still not shooting the ball well from three and particularly still below 30 percent on the season has still yet to have a game where he makes 50 percent of his attempts from beyond the arc he's gotten close the last couple but hasn't quite gotten there and that is to say that the best versions of Terry Rozier are still yet to come but this one was pretty darn good tonight I agree with you the biggest play of the game was the jump ball it was a crazy sequence Hornets trying to dribble out the clock. Really good defensive play by the Warriors. They blitzed Terry with two big defenders, made it tough for him to try and throw over the top, trapped him in the corner, tied him up. Apparently some controversy over whether or not it was a jump ball or not, but that neither here nor there it was called. I thought it was a good defensive play. Terry Rozier, six foot one versus Draymond Green, much taller than that in the center circle for the jump. You almost assume that's supposed to go to Draymond, and Terry wills himself to get that possession back, takes the ball into the front court, draws the foul, puts the Hornets up four, and the rest is his history. Terry talked about the significance of this win after the game. I mean, that speaks for itself. We playing the number one team uh, in the league and, you know, come out to get the win. But, you know, that's just a lot for our, our team and, you know, where we're heading. You know, we're trying, we trying to go places. We're trying to get our organization like theirs. You know, this, this is a great step to what we, what we want to do. I think that's a significant quote. Terry has a real good awareness of the history of the game and kind of the hierarchy of different organizations coming from Boston. He understands what the culture is like there, a team that has been in the playoffs year after year after year. It's an expectation there versus the Hornets who are trying to achieve that. He understands what things are like for the Golden State Warriors who are in a championship era, the Steph Curry era, and the fact that he wants to make the Queen City like the Bay Area. And I think 
think that's a, just a great quote to show where this team is headed with Terry and Gordon in that leadership role right now for the squad and guiding them to where both of those players have been. And that's part of organizations that were consistently in the playoffs and trying to compete for championships. I think that that spirit of confidence that Terry has specifically really permeates the rest of the team. You see it in Miles, who he's only 23 years old, but he has shown such growth in terms of being a leader this year. I think a lot of that comes from hearing Terry and I'm sure Gordon and others other vets have such faith in this team and faith that, yeah, we, we're going to make it to the playoffs and we're going to not just make it to the playoffs, but we're going to have a run. I think that that comes from the top down, right? Of course, JB believes in the team, but having these veteran players have that same mentality is really impactful. I'm really torn on who to pick for my player of the game. I really want to give it to LaMelo Ball for the first half he had. He had, I think, 17 points in the first quarter. Ends up with 21 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. But I got to give it to Miles Bridges. Bridges, one-on-one with Bielitsa. Gives to Hayward, right back to Bridges. Tries to take him off the dribble. Squeezes his way inside. Bank shot, yes! Plus the foul. Hope and the harm. Miles Bridges, little give and go with Gordon Hayward. Miles Bridges, another big, big night. 42 minutes on the floor, 9 of 16 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3. Team leader with 22 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and had a lot of tough defensive assignments that he was able to win out there, uh, including going up against Draymond Green. And this was a stat we talked about in the preview podcast when I was doing it with Rob Longo, that the minutes between Miles Bridges and Draymond Green, I thought the plus-minus was the most important thing. I think we all know at this stage of their career, Miles Bridges is going to outscore Draymond Green, but Draymond has such an impact on everything else around him with his playmaking, his rebounding, his defense, and yeah, he can score a little bit still too, but his plus minus is way more important than his points, and this was a night where when they were on the floor together, Miles Bridges a plus 12, Draymond Green, a minus 8. I wasn't even sure if he was going to be able to win it. I just thought he had to keep it close. He won it clearly, and that made all the difference for the Hornets. There's really not one game this season where you can look past Miles Bridges and his impact just overall. with He has eight rebounds, 22 points. I mean, there's three assists. There's really, at this point, there's nothing he can't do. I feel like I've said that already like 10 times this season, but it's so true, and it's something that's I think we're still getting used to. That, yes, Miles is a great athlete, but now he's 10 other things too. He's a, he's great ball handler. He can shoot. So really awesome exciting to see. It's really hard to pick players of the game at this stage because the team is just so unselfish. Gordon Hayward only 10 points tonight, but he's still making plays out there and willing and able to give way to other players. Miles Bridges and Terry Rozier, they were the hot hands in the second half. LaMelo Ball was in the first half. Mason Plumlee was making, he was the team leader in assists. He had six assists. He was dropping dimes all over the place. Cody Martin, Jalen McDaniels off the bench. Kelly Oubre had a big game. It's getting really, really hard to pick out players of the game because this team is so bad balanced and so unselfish and so capable of having anyone on any given night doing something special. Great, great team win. 106 to 102 Hornets now back above 500, 8 and 7 on the season with wins over the leaders of each conference. They've beaten Brooklyn and they've beaten Golden State and next up another conference leader because it's a tie between Brooklyn and Washington. So the Wizards will come to town next on Wednesday and tickets of course are available at Hornets.com. We got a lot more to talk about here on this podcast. We're going to talk about a big documentary coming up on NBA NBA.com and NBA TV in the next week or so. Muggsy 
always believing a doc on Muggsy Bogues. The Hornets legend. We'll talk about it next with Diana Biffle, manager of social media here on the Hornets Hivecast. I could have gotten my hearing aids anywhere, but going to a doctor who could find a set that fit my lifestyle was a good idea. Music sounds as clear now as when I listen to it on cassette tapes. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates offers a wide variety of hearing aids. With affordable pricing and credit options, our patients can find hearing care that is right for them. Hear like you once did. Call 704-295-3000 to schedule an appointment. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, they just make sense. Ball is up. Tip is won by Terry. How do you like that? I told Mace I, I started doing jump ball from home. The play of the game in a battle of the two best offenses in the NBA is a jump ball won by six foot one Terry Rozier against a much taller Draymond Green. Uh, it was something else and helped seal the deal for the Hornets. Sam Farber here with you on the Hornets Ivecast, brought to you by Senta Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Diana Biffle, manager of social media, with us. We're going to talk about Muggsy Bogues and the Muggsy always. Believe in documentary that's coming out on Saturday, November 20th on NBA TV, 10 p.m. Eastern. But that play reminds us a lot about Muggsy Bogues and the fearlessness he had and tenacity and his just ability to play way, way above his height. Terry Rozier consistently does, but that specific type of play, you don't expect a player giving up roughly six inches to win a jump ball, no matter how athletic they are. And Terry Rozier went up and made it look easy to help help seal a crucial game and earn the season split against the Golden State Warriors. That Muggsy Bogues-like moment really sealed the deal, both for the game and for player of the game honors. Diana, this documentary is coming out. It's less than a week away, Saturday, November 20th on NBA TV, about Muggsy. What can you tell us about what they're going to be talking about and more so, what Muggsy means to the Charlotte community? I know what he means to me. To me, he's the most iconic player for Charlotte. Because, you know, his height, his ability to overcome, he he's one of those guys from that previous golden era of Hornets basketball that you just picture when you see Charlotte competing for the playoffs. He's just such a, an indelible image that you can't help but think of him, maybe not always first, but he's always there when you think of that Hornets era. To see him recognize this is going to be really cool, something I'm looking forward to seeing. But what can you tell us to expect from the doc? Like you said, first of all, you think of classic Hornets, you think LJ, Muggsy, Dell, Alonzo. And this documentary will be a really awesome close look at that. From what I know, they're just diving into how he defied all odds and became the shortest NBA player ever. And I think he's not only like I've taken probably several hours of my life just looking up Muggsy Bogues YouTube highlights before. Just like, I'm going to sit down and watch a 20-minute video because he's so fun to watch. And I would venture to say there hasn't been anybody like him since he played the way that he could sneak up on people because of his short height, um, I think was really, really different. Something people weren't used to guarding was this little quick player. So I'm sure they'll show a lot of those amazing highlights and some really cool moments just 
his whole journey as to how he became the icon that he is for the Hornets and for the NBA. There's a lot of different ways you can kind of connect what Muggsy represented or how he was able to play to this current Hornets roster. We've already done it with that Terry Rozier play, playing above your height. Terry did that in a huge way in last night's win. There's also the point guard and the playmaking ability. Something I think we expect to see at some point from LaMelo Ball is a 10 assists per game season. That's something that happened a couple of times in a Hornets uniform for Muggsy Bogues, helping lead Charlotte to really big seasons in the years that he did it. The 89-90 season was one there where there were a lot of losses. The team was you know, still kind of in its infancy. It was relatively quickly after he had been brought over in the expansion draft. So expansion teams really don't typically compete for NBA championships or anything of the like. But later on, he was part of a 93-94 team that was able to finish 500 and had all these young, budding superstars. And Muggsy Bogues was that veteran point guard out there with Del Curry leading an Alonzo Mourning who was just in his second season and trying to connect everything for this team. Larry Johnson was only in his third NBA season at the time. And the guy making the team run was Muggsy Bogues. Absolutely. I think another thing that should be mentioned is just his continued impact on our organization. So a lot of people may not realize this, but Muggsy's still very much involved in an ambassador for the Hornet Sports and Entertainment Organization. He contributes a lot to our social responsibility initiatives, always in the community, giving back at any chance he's able to. And it's really great to see that he has never left the Hornets organization since his career ended. He's a proud Charlotte resident and spends a lot of time here working in the Charlotte community to make things better. One last connection I have from the current roster to Muggsy, and this is, you know, when you think of Muggsy Bogues and you think of his height, you wouldn't necessarily immediately jump to the fact that this guy was a lottery pick. And he was. He was the 12th overall pick. So when you're picked that high, the assumption is you're going to stick in the NBA. You're going to be the kind of impactful player that Muggsy was over his entire 14-season NBA career. And you look at the current roster, and there's a 12th overall pick there. It's Miles Bridges. Again, kind of a similar spot where you're picked in a position where the hope is maybe you'll become a superstar, maybe you'll become an all-star, but the assumption is you should be a starting caliber premier rotation player. And much as Muggsy Bogues kind of came to be a, a, a focal point of that era of Hornets basketball, Miles Bridges has come to be that for this Hornets team. But when you think highlights, when you think big plays, when you think Sports Center, Miles Bridges does all of that for the Charlotte Hornets, just the same way Muggsy Bogues used to do for his era of the Hornets. He really does. I love this connection. I didn't realize that Miles was also the 12th pick. That is really, really cool. How neat. I think this is going to be a really awesome documentary to watch. I, For me, as someone who didn't, you know, I wasn't alive in the late 80s, so I really want to see more of this era outside of what I've found in, in YouTube videos and to learn more about someone who has really been a huge building block in building our organization and the fan base. Like there are so many fans coming to games with Muggsy jerseys still today. We have this gigantic, almost like life-size 
bobblehead of Muggsy Bogues outside of our fan shop. He is such an integral part of our whole culture. And how amazing is it that the NBA is recognizing that in this documentary? One of the coolest people I've ever had the chance to meet. I've had the pleasure of meeting a lot of Hornets, you know, former greats. But one person that I was most excited, when it was, I think it was at draft night, that Muggsy was on a panel that I got to be on and just meeting him backstage and be like, you're Muggsy Bogues. Like, th- this is just one of the coolest things. It's great to see him celebrated. I'm looking forward to watching the doc as well. It's titled Muggsy Always Believe. It premieres Saturday, November 20th on NBA TV, 10 p.m. Eastern. And the documentary, as well as some others in the Basketball Story series, will be available to watch on NBA.com and the NBA app as well. Coming up next, a big day for Charlotte. Wasn't lost on LaMelo Ball. We'll talk about that next here on the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fans, it's time to get some new gear. The best selection of new and classic Hornets apparel is at the Hornets Fan Shop, now with new extended hours. Stop by Spectrum Center Wednesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. to pick up the latest in jerseys, Jordans, and more. Or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 with just a click of a button at HornetsFanshop.com. An easy trip on the light rail, you'll be sure to find something for everyone at the Hornets Fan Shop. Sam Farber and the Hornets Manager of Social Media, Diana Biffle, here with you on this edition of the Hornets Hivecast, the HHC. And there's a lot to talk about in terms of social media and Hornets.com, Diana. Let's start off with some of the big items that are either out available now or will be out soon on Hornets.com as well as Hornets Twitter, Instagram, and other social media accounts. Yeah, so I think one thing that just came out we should bring up is Real Access. So our third episode of this second season of Real Access, our behind-the-scenes exclusive content series, is out. We're focusing on Miles Bridges and his ascent this season, how he's made such an impressive jump. And also how he balances being a father to two kids, you know, what it's like to be on the road with Miles Bridges. So really, really great episode that's available for you now on Hornets.com. We've also posted some awesome teasers on social media platforms across the board. We also have the latest installment of our Tattoo Talk series. So this is something that we started with Terry Rogier before the pandemic. We were really excited because we have a very tattooed team and then the pandemic hit we weren't able to talk with players it's one of those content pieces that's so important to actually be in the room with the player to discuss their tattoos it's a lot harder to do through a zoom call which it's a ha- personal thing yeah yeah and this was something you know we had to do a lot of content through uh, selfie videos they sent to us and zoom calls but this is something we wanted to wait until we could be in the room with the players so we've gotten to do that we have quite a few other tattoo talk episodes on the way that we're really pumped about but we started with lamello that is available on hornets.com as well we've been teasing it well you may see a little more uh, uh, teasing this week on social as well, but he has some very interesting tattoos. He's got his, I'll give, you know, a little sneak peek. He's got his one of one. He has a, an astronaut on his leg. He's got an angel. He has some wildlife. So really cool tattoos. It's always great to hear where the ideas for these tattoos come from. Also, which ones were the most painful. Um, so really fun 
piece there for sure. Some some fun stuff to check out. It's available now on Hornets.com, and you can also scroll through Hornets social media to get more on it. Anything with LaMelo Ball always does well on social media. And uh, one quote after last night's win over the Golden State Warriors, 106-102, to to send the team back over 500 and also hand the Warriors their first regulation loss of this season, was one from LaMelo about the big day for Charlotte. wasn't lost on him that not only did the Hornets score a win over one of the elites of the NBA, but the Carolina Panthers also scored a big win over one of the elites of the NFL. But even coming in today, I... I felt like we was going to win. I seen, uh, what's it called, the Panthers? They were playing the Cardinals, and I think it was like they was 8-1 or something. I'm like, dang, this kind of line up. I feel like we might win too. And yeah, we won. So, yep. Right, right. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Big day, man. Keep it going. Keep it going indeed. I think there's a lot of Panthers fans who are feeling good after the news about Cam Newton returning to Carolina and then obviously the huge performance on the road at Arizona. They're feeling good. And Spectrum Center is a lot of fun right now, too. And, and we've seen crossover in the past. I think you know the, the NBA schedule is far more demanding. It's much more difficult to get a night out. But if it lines up that the Hornets are off and in town when Carolina and the Panthers are playing, I got a feeling we're going to see a lot of Hornets at those games and vice versa. If there's a chance for the Panthers to come out and see this young, exciting Hornets team. We've already seen players sitting courtside. I think it's going to happen a lot more in the future. Absolutely. I loved that. I know I've got to admit, I had the same thought. Buzz City is, the vibes are good. Cam coming back has really energized a lot of people and gotten people really excited. And I did have, you know, his first two possessions, I think. Cam had two touchdowns. So I watched, I was like, well, you know what? Maybe it's just a good day in Charlotte, and sure enough, it was. So I I love it. Love that LaMelo called it. I love his confidence. Really, really fun. And again, the tickets for Hornets games are only going to get more difficult to get. Back-to-back sellouts for the Hornets. Almost 20,000 fans stacked up inside Spectrum Center to see the Hornets collect a signature win against the Golden State Warriors. And if you want opportunities to come out and see Charlotte play, there's actually a great ticket pack that's available now. It's the LaMelo Ball Ticket Pack. It's all around holidays. So you got the day after Thanksgiving, the Monday after Christmas. I think people should still have that time off. That that week between Christmas and New Year's, you get that off anyways. We work, you enjoy stuff. And then the Sunday after New Year's weekend, and it's after a holiday. All three of these games are included in this special Lamello Ball ticket pack, as well as a special souvenir that you only get if you purchase this series of games in the Lamello Ball ticket pack. Yep, you get a LaMelo Ball bobblehead in this gift pack. So the perfect holiday gift to yourself or to your friends or family should be really great games. What better way to celebrate the holidays? Yes, so it should be a lot of fun. We want you to go out there, buy those tickets, continue to pack the hive. And if you got friends and family coming back home to Charlotte, what better way to celebrate Thanksgiving weekend or a couple days after Christmas or your New Year's holiday than coming out to a Hornets game and watching this young, exciting squad take the floor against some other heavyweights in the NBA. Well, this has been a jam-packed edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Big thank you to Diana Biffle for joining us here on the HHC. Thank you for having me. I think I am 2-0 and with wins on the podcast. Let's keep it rolling. That means you are booked for the next 20 games. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Diana for joining us. Thanks to our producer, Rob Longo, and thanks to all of you for tuning in. A reminder, we've got back-to-back off days now for the first time all season, which means a return of our profile podcast. First up is Nick Richards, second-year center out of Kentucky. He's played an expanded role with the Hornets over the last couple weeks. Had a great conversation with him. Looking forward to sharing with you a lot about his upbringing 
living in Jamaica, about his young sports life as a soccer player. He just has a lot of really cool things to say. It's a very fun conversation. I had a great time getting to know Nick better, and I'm looking forward to sharing it with all of you. So tune in tomorrow on the Hornets Hivecast, where Nick Richards will be our special guest for the entire episode. That's going to do it for this episode of the HHC. For Diana Biffle and our producer Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along, and we will talk to you tomorrow right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.